Namaste. Today we read a short but very powerful prayer. It is not a prayer but a revelation, even an invocation, an invitation. Invitation into the infinite adventure of the divine. So when we start the journey of yoga, we have certain conceptions, mental conceptions. We have conceptions about the divine. We have conceptions about how the divine works. We have conceptions about the yoga, about sadhana and the goal, the realization, etc., etc. But all these conceptions are necessarily conceptions of ignorance. Yet they are allowed, permitted lesser truths on the way, as Shurabindu puts it, because otherwise we'll have no scaffolding. We need to start. That's why in Indian thought, one can start even with the most limited conception of the divine. Maybe one small god on the vital plane, one starts by worshipping him. Even Not even the god, just an idol of god, because it's alright. It's a starting point. Even the smallest of Images made by clay can become a wonderful starting point for a great journey. But we have to move on. The image outside must be reproduced and become the truth within, the living truth within, the living presence within. But this presence also initially will be limited by our human understanding, our human feeling, our human way of being. Slowly and slowly, initially the presence is limited we as human beings are big, <laughs> big egos, big people. Gradually the presence increases and the human becomes lesser and lesser. Till a time comes when there is only the divine presence and nothing else. So this is the journey. It starts with one small infant step. Step where we conceive the divine in a certain way. Feel in a certain way. We aspire in a certain way. But as we move, so the important thing is to keep progressing, not to be landlocked in a particular state of consciousness with one experience, with one kind of uh, idea of the divine, uh, with a one-sided approach. And if we have that urge for progress, a time comes when we can truly say that, well, thou art beyond all that we can or we could ever conceive of thee. May 2nd, 1914 <clears throat> Beyond all human conceptions, even the most marvelous, beyond all human feelings, even the most sublime, Beyond the most magnificent aspirations and the purest elans. Beyond love, knowledge and the unity of the being, I would enter into a constant communion with Thee, O Lord. You can see it's a prayer of not just revelation, but a prayer of liberation into the utter infinity of God. Even unity, love, knowledge, wisdom, 
leave aside conceptions, feelings, aspirations, they all pale into that marvelous, the marvel of marvels, the glory of glories, of whom one of the Upanishad says, when you behold that golden Purusha in that sheath, all that you can do is simply experience delight. You cannot utter, you cannot speak a word. It's all gone. That is the experience. Raso Vaisaha. <clears throat> all speech becomes a limitation. All description becomes a travesty. All definitions become a blasphemy. O Lord, free from all tremails, I shall be thyself. It will be thou seeing the world through this body. It will be thou acting in the world through this instrument. In me is the calm serenity of perfect certitude. What else there can be when the divine himself is acting through the instrument, lifting up the body, the instrument to whatever purposes, seeing through the eyes, human eyes. There is a line in Savitri where there is a whole description in Book 1, Canto 3. The whole journey Shurabindo traces uh, of the psychic being, passenger from life to life, from birth to birth. And then he says that a time comes when crossing all lines, it enters into the super life. It is surrounded by super life. And then a static oneness and a, dy- a static and dynamic oneness descend into him. And then is revealed in man the covert divine. He sees through his eyes. He acts through his body. So this is what state that we have to arise in and it cannot be as long as even a trace of ego at any level is there. So for us, the big prayer, big task is a complete annulment of the ego in the Supreme. Even the ego of the mind, its conceptions, its uh, the ego of the sadhaka, of uh, somebody who is traveling the path, beautiful aspiration, marvelous experiences, all this has to be set aside and simply none else but the Supreme. <clears throat> this is the truth that she is implanting within our hearts and souls and mind and body and life. May 2nd, 1914 Beyond all human conceptions even the most marvelous beyond all human feelings even the most sublime beyond the most magnificent aspirations and the purest elans beyond love knowledge and the unity of the being i would enter into a constant communion with thee o lord free from all tremails i shall be thyself it will be thou seeing the world through this body it will be thou acting in the world through the instrument 
in me is the calm serenity of perfect certitude namaste